Get on your grind, shorty K. I gave them something to believe in, you know they ain't believe it. Mm. Tried to show them the vision, they ain't zoom in to see it. Mm. Told them about these heights, they said it's too high to reach it. And that had me feeling like Mike, I told them you gotta beat it. See, it's diamonds in your soul, but you gotta dig a lot deeper. See, all of our minds been exposed, but I've been changing the frequency. Sending my prayers and affirmations, way, way past where them eagles be. What I learned in my returns is not all things you need to see. You gotta feel it, the negative talk, the negative thoughts, and you gotta kill it. I know that it's hard, and then they leave scars, and then they appeal it, but you gotta heal it. There's lessons in every little layer, but you gotta feel it. The best way to get some air is removing your ceiling. Look, trust me, I know cause I did it. Hit rock bottom, looked around like damn, what the fuck I do with it? I remember the levels and picked up my shovel and I started digging and digging and digging until I got dizzy. And trust me, the spirit been busy. I'm back and I'm paid and I'm busy. So feel like I'm acting the way that you get it. This is for back in the day when they just shit it. I gave them something to believe in. You know they ain't believe it. Mm. Try to show them the vision. They ain't zoom in to see it. Mm. Told them about these heights. They said it's too high to reach it. And that had me feeling like Mike, I told him you gotta beat it. Yes, Zerski, peace, love, and light. It is the God, Lord Christopher, the Living Survival Manual, and I'm back with another download straight from the cosmos. Remember, someone has to see your greatness. Why not start with yourself? Stay blessed, always finesse. Definitely trust the most highest process, the truest keys to success. Hey, listen, before we even get into the episode, I just want to continue to just say, man, I appreciate everybody who continues to tap in. We are currently at 141 subscribers on YouTube. Let me make sure that is the correct number as I did check it today. Yes, we are at currently 141 subscribers on YouTube. I really, really appreciate everybody that has tapped in, has liked, has commented, and most definitely subscribe. We are on the road to 1,000, so please, you know, share this to about five or ten of your friends. Uh, we are also seeking to get up to 100 new subscribers on Spotify as well. Uh, we are currently at 96, so again, just send out to like five or ten of your friends so that we can continue to boost uh, our podcast, our YouTube, and things of that nature, continue to stay in the algorithm so that we can continue to get this information and education out to everyone. So again, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And you know, we're going to go ahead and do what we do and get busy, all right? So let me go ahead and go over the disclaimer. The vibes here at SYG Studios are to motivate, educate, and enlighten our people to achieve greatness through seeking new ways to invest in themselves. Everything is high level, what we think, what we say, how we feel, and definitely how we act. But before we even get into the energy, take the time to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. We love engagement over here and understand that a village pushes the trend, not just one individual. So the support is much appreciated. Also, take the time to visit the link family. What this has allowed you to do is join the CEO Greatness community on all social platforms. It also allows you to sign up for the email and SMS tech 
text list so that you can constantly be updated about new episodes, new merchandise, be able to donate towards the channel so that we can continue to improve the qualities of these videos. And also it allows you to uh, schedule uh, for you to be able to come on the platform and educate um, on things that you are, you know, a a perfectionist at um, something that's within your craft that you want to come on and educate people on as well. Our aim is to not only grow the brand, the legacy, but reach at least 500,000. Yes, I said 500,000 individuals who want, need, and are seeking the knowledge to live a more abundant life. Now, with all the information being provided, I do want to continue with sending out this quick disclaimer. Please take the time to do your own research. It's very, very vital, fam. My content is intended to be used for motivational purposes only. Always do your own analysis based on your own current circumstances. Now, all together, let's go ahead and get into our God body energy. Now, how we do this is we inhale peace. We exhale the negativity so we can receive new growth. And ultimately, we step in our armor so that we can see our greatness. So let's go ahead and start the meditation, all right? Inhale peace. <sighs> Exhale growth. Now see your greatness. Here's what we are learning and tapping into today. Today is episode 42 of the See Your Greatness podcast, and we're going to talk about setting smart goals. Last week, we talked about uh, breaking bad habits. As we are also reading this Level Up Your Mental Toughness Boot Camp book by Michelle um, Riberio, 100 plus exercises to boost your resilience, determination, and grit. We left off um, on page 29, which again talks and is going to go into uh, setting goals so that we can, you know, ultimately see our greatness and whatever that is. You feel me? I have a particular goal. Um, as I stated in the beginning of reaching 500,000 individuals across all of my platforms. And it's because I have a strong passion and a stronger desire to educate so that, you know, the next generation that is coming up has a, a, a advantage in some way, shape or form of being able to provide for them for themselves, provide for their family, provide for their community, invent, think creatively, think critically, and also build. That's what we are here to do. We're here to be many creators as God ordained us to be. So, you know, I just utilize my platforms. I utilize my voice to encourage that and to enlighten um, or invoke or evoke that, 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 that spirit with that lies dormant with each and every one of us. Like we all have the potential to be great. We all have the potential to create. We all have the potential to, you know, walk in our purpose, walk in our mission. But if we are not focused, if we're not setting goals, if we're not breaking bad habits, if we're not practicing mental toughness, if we're not doing these things that um, propel us to whatever position we're seeking to be in, then, you know, in, in turn, you only hurt yourself, not help yourself or the greater cause. So with that being said, you know, I just want to continue the journey on finding new ways and, and educating you guys on new ways to step into your God body energy for you to be able to step into your greatness. And as we have been reading this book, this level up book, 
I'm telling y'all, not only is it helping me, I know that it is great information to help propel you to whatever space you are trying to be in, whether that's mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, right? In the community, whatever goals and desires you have, these steps, because these are not only is Michelle giving them to you, but these are steps where the 1%, the 5%, the 10% people that we see in these high positions, these are things that they have done themselves as well. They had a strong desire. They started um, moving progressively towards that desire, putting the work in, having the faith, which is the confidence that they can succeed, they will succeed, right? And just putting themselves in position to help others, serving others. That's what we're uh, essentially are supposed to do. Like, I can't make money without helping someone. No matter whether it's a job, whether it's in my business and things of that nature, there's no way possible for me to be able to make money or generate anything to help my family unless I help and serve other individuals. So with that being said, man, let's continue to educate each other on how we can invest in ourselves so that we can improve our lifestyle, so that we can improve our home, so that we can improve our mind, our spirits, and in totality, improve the unity, consciousness, the collective. You heard? So today we're going to talk about setting goals um, and how setting goals leads to success. Uh, so before I even get into the book, I actually want to go ahead and present to you guys a video that I believe uh, will, you know, just set the set the stage as far as talking about, you know, setting goals and, and, and putting ourselves in the best position to quote unquote never be broke again, how he uh, discusses it. But you know, broke isn't just about monetary gain or monetary equivalence. It's about being broken your spirit, being broken your mind. However, you feel broken, um, he's gonna go over five keys that we can do in setting goals so that we can break free of that brokenness. So let's go ahead and get into this. Get into this vibe. I'm gonna go ahead and let me take this link down so you can see the video. And I'm gonna go ahead and play the video. We all have a choice. We can either make a living or design a life. And to design your future, you must have goals. Well-defined goals are like a magnet. They pull you in their direction. And the better you have defined them, the better you have described them, the harder you work on them, the stronger they pull. And they pull you through all kinds of difficulties too. Now we're going to take some time to actually start designing the next 10 years of your life. We're going to start setting your goals. Goal setting is one of the most important skills to develop if you want to design your future. I'm going to give you enough homework not only to keep you busy for the rest of your life, but also to help you create the kind of life you may have always dreamed about living, but never believed possible. So let's get on with it. The sooner you exert the discipline, the sooner you will be enjoying the results. Once the results start to come, believe me, you won't mind the hard work and discipline it's going to take. There are short-term goals and long-term goals. Sometimes you're flying across the country. Other times you're just walking down to the corner grocery store. Long-term goals are the equivalent of a major journey. 
When you reach the point where you've achieved your long-term goals, your life will be fundamentally changed. And the process of getting to that point will transform you into a stronger, wiser, higher performing person than you are now. How can you identify your long-term goals? On a sheet of paper or in a notebook, write these five headings. Number one, what do I want to do? Number two, what do I want to be? Number three, what do I want to see? Number four, what do I want to have? And number five, where do I want to go? Now, under each of these categories, write down several possible long-term goals. Be very relaxed about this. Just allow your mind to flow and come up with three to six ideas for each category. Don't worry about a lot of details at this point and don't spend too much time describing a particular goal. In category number one, for example, what do I want to do? Suppose you want to write a book about the history of your family. Just quickly jot down family history. Then as you look down the list of categories, it occurs to you that you've always wanted to see the pyramids in Egypt. So you write pyramids. Keep writing down ideas as long as the list of categories continues to inspire you. You'll probably be surprised at some of the things that turn up. You may have kept a great many desires and aspirations hidden in the back of your mind, but the opportunity to write them down will move them to the forefront of your consciousness. That's one of the benefits of this technique. When you're satisfied with your list of long-term goals, read through the list once again. Then beside each item, write the number of years that you believe it will take you to achieve that particular goal. It's best to round off the numbers into one year, three year, five year, 10 year categories. For example, you may estimate that it will take you 10 years to research and write the book on your family history, but you'll need only five years to get yourself into a position where you can take a trip to the pyramids. Create a time frame like this for every one of your long-term goals. Immediate goals, those that will take less than a year to achieve, are important too, of course, and we'll deal with those separately in a moment. When you're finished entering your time frames, there should be a fairly balanced distribution of all your goals. If there are many one and three year objectives, but only a few in the 10 year category, maybe you need to think more about what you really want your life to add up to. What kind of life you really want to build over the long run. But if there's a preponderance of 10 year goals and relatively few of the shorter term variety, this may be an indication that you're putting things off, that you're focused too much on where you'll be at the end of the day and not enough on what you can accomplish right now. Keep working on your list, adding and subtracting goals with various time frames until you've created a more or less even distribution. Now comes the really challenging and interesting part. So far, you've just been adding things to the list, but now it's time to start making some selections. Now you're going to start asking yourself what's really important compared to what might just be sort of fun. 
Choose four goals from each of the four time frames, one year, three year, five year, and 10 year. Now you have 16 separate goals. So far, you've only referred to them in shorthand fashion, but now you're going to start seeing them very, very clearly in your mind's eye. You're going to see each goal just as if it were being realized this very minute. And you're going to write down a detailed description of exactly what you see. Do you intend to open a handmade furniture store in three years? What will the store look like from the street out front? Will there be gold leaf lettering on the windows? Or will there be a sign hanging over the door instead? How many square feet will the store contain? Will there be a showroom area for the furniture in front and a workspace in back? Or will the furniture be built at a different location? Do you intend to have any employees or will you run the business entirely by yourself? Mm -hmm. Think of all the questions that need to be answered in order to see your goal with absolute clarity. And then write the information down in a notebook or on a piece of paper. That will become one of your most important personal possessions. But that's not all. Any goal is a powerful motivator only if there's a powerful reason behind it. Why do you want to achieve your goals? Why do you want to own a handmade furniture store or a private airplane or a newspaper in a small town in Vermont? Why do you want to compete in a triathlon or visit the Australian outback or be the first woman in your family to earn a PhD? Write down your reasons for wanting each goal in the same degree of detail that you use to write your descriptions. If you can't find a clear and convincing reason for each of your 16 goals, do some serious reevaluating. You may have more whims or pipe dreams than real goals. And now is the time to make that discovery. Keep working on your list until you have 16 clearly envisioned, strongly motivating long-term goals. Review what you've written at times and keep track of your progress toward these objectives. Above all, persevere. Goal setting is a very important first step, but goal achievement is a continuous, lifelong process. That's what makes it so challenging. That's also why it's so extremely rewarding to finally attain your long-term goals. With regard to immediate goals, those that require anywhere from a day to a year to achieve, I recommend creating lots of objectives that can be accomplished in a month or less. Write them down. Read what you've written at frequent intervals. Keep track of your progress. And do something often that brings you closer to realizing these very short-term objectives. That way, you'll always have something to celebrate. These goals are not only important in their own right, they're also confidence builders and motivators toward a lifestyle based on perseverance and achievement. Another thing to check for on your list is that you have included goals for each of these three important categories. First, make sure you've listed your economic goals, your goals for income, profits, and productivity. Second, make certain your list includes material items you want tangibles, such as a home, a car, a boat, furniture, or jewelry. Don't attach the wrong importance to things, 
but they are important. Third, you'll want to include on your list goals for personal development. Write down all your personal development goals. Your goals to be more physically fit, to lose weight, to be more decisive, to be a more effective leader, to be a better communicator, to learn another language. Of course, there are other types of goals to consider, family goals, social goals, lifestyle goals. This is pretty heavy homework, but remember, whether or not you do your homework shows up in the marketplace as well as in the classroom. After you have determined which of your goals are one year, three year, five year, and 10 year, and after you've made certain your list includes economic goals, things, and personal development goals, I want you to go back to this list again. Now pick out the four most important one-year goals, the four most important three-year goals, the four most important five-year goals, and the four most important 10-year goals. Those 16 goals will give you plenty of work for now. Get out some more paper, and in a brief paragraph, describe each goal. How high, how long, how much, what size, what model, what color, for example. Also describe why it is important to you. This is a process where you either talk yourself into it or talk yourself out of it, which is good. When you're unclear as to why something is important, usually you put only half-hearted effort into it. What you want is a powerful motivator, but the reason why you want it is an even more powerful motivator. It has greater pull. You may find that some of your goals you thought at first glance were important are not important after all. Do some reflecting, refining, and revising. The point is, right now, try to have approximately four one-year, three-year, five-year, and 10-year goals that you truly believe in, that inspire you, that you've sold yourself on. When these goals and the reasons you want to obtain them are each clearly described in a brief paragraph, transfer this information to a journal or some type of notebook that you can carry with you easily and refer to often. All right, we're going to go ahead and stop there because I, I want to also get into the book as well. So he was talking some real game, man. That's my guy, Jim Rohn. I, I like to listen to him a lot, especially when it comes to personal development. Um, one of the you know key points, again, that I took from that uh, was the five five points that he made was when you're writing down the goals, write down what you want to do, right? Write down what you want to be, write down what you want to see, write down what you want to have, and write down where you want to go. Those things are very, very important. You feel me? That's, that's going to be the basis of how you even start your short-term or long-term goals. You need to know what you want to do. You need to know what you want to be. You need to know what you want to see. You need to know what you want to have, and you need to know where you want to go. Another uh, very, very important uh, thing that he has stated too, like goal achievement is a lifelong process. We're always, as we continue to get wiser, as we continue to get newer, as we continue to learn new things, our goals are going to change. So it's going to be a lifelong process. The same goals that I had at 12 are not going to be the same goals that I have at 42 and so on and so forth. Um, 
And then the last one was goals are powerful motivators when backed by a powerful reason. If you have no reason, then it, there's no point in setting goals. You feel what I'm saying? If there if there's no reason to if you have no reason in setting an economic or income, a material goal, a personal development goal, if there's not if there's not a powerful reason behind it, then you know the goals aren't going to be a powerful motivator. And and then again, you're just not going to want to work towards that. So you know, those were those were some dope key points that, you know, Jim Rohn has stated. And so, you know, what we're going to do, we're also going to go into this book, man. I feel like there's some more key points that we can learn from this. So we're going to go ahead. Um, we're on we're still in chapter one um, of this mental toughness book. And this is about how setting goals leads to success. Right. So so you want uh, let's so you want to, um, again, just, you know, have a have a goal that acts as a strong motivator and let the, the, the reason be, you know, the power behind it all. Um, how setting goals leads to success. So you want to be tougher mentally. That's great. Some might call that a goal while others would say it's lack. Um, it's lacking a few of the key characteristics of a goal for now. Let's call that your ambition, right? Which is more like the desire to reach a goal. Unfortunately, it's not enough to just declare your desire and hope it happens. You have to have a strategy to for achieving it, and then you've got to do the work. And there, and that's where goals come in. Goals are specific, accountable outcomes you desire for your future. They can pertain to any and all areas of your life, such as a career, finances, family, health, personal growth, and more, like Jim Rohn said. The ability to formulate goals goes hand in hand with success. Goals act as a blueprint that helps you design your future. They allow you to translate your abstract dreams into something tangible. Without them, you lack focus, direction, and discipline, and more than likely motivation. By carefully considering precisely what you want to achieve and strategically planning how you will make it happen, you're much more likely to succeed. How to set and achieve goals. One of the most common questions people have about goal setting is where do I start? If you're in this boat, not to worry. The following steps for goal setting will take most, if not all, of the guesswork out of it. Number one, develop a clear idea of what you want to accomplish. Do some research if you have to. Just determine what habits or behavior changes might be necessary to achieve this goal and ensure that it aligns with your personal values. Number two, use the SMART method. Increase your chances of goal attainment with the SMART format detailed later in this chapter. So they're going to tell us about SMART goals. Number three, write it down. Having your goal in writing will bring it to life. It also helps to hold you accountable set that, uh, to that goal. Be be sure to frame your goal statement positively as opposed to negatively. For example, I will blank instead of I will not blank. Break it down is number four. Make a list of every specific thing you need to do in order to achieve your goal. Number five, create a plan and timeline for completing these smaller tasks. Assess what tasks need to be done first, prioritized, and, first, and um, need to be done and prioritize them. Stick to one task at a time versus trying to take on a number of tasks at once. 
Number six is reevaluate your goal on a regular basis. Ask yourself if you're on track. If not, determine how you can change course. Not only is greater mental toughness a goal in itself, part of being mentally tough means setting and sticking to goals that will bring you closer to your happiest, most successful future. Use the tips and insights found here and throughout this chapter to help you create and achieve goals, both within your larger long-term goal of leveling up and for everything you desire in life. SMART goals is the next section. You can't research goal setting without coming across the SMART technique, an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Again, it's an acronym that stands for a specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goal. This ingenious framework for setting goals has been the standard for many successful people. It turns vague goals into something more tangible. Check out the following details for what makes a uh, goal smart. And my sister um, is very big on this. She's the one who actually educated me on smart goals. And since I've started using them, it has definitely, definitely helped me as well. So let's go over it. Number one, specific. Your goal should be specific enough that you'll understand the steps necessary to achieve it. Avoid generalizations and drill down to the details by asking yourself the what, when, where, why, and how of your goal. Number two is measurable. Determine the objective criteria you will use to keep track of your progress. What evidence will prove that you're making progress toward your goal? Number three is attainable. Is your goal realistic? Make sure you can reasonably accomplish your goal within a certain time frame. Number four is relevant. Your goal should be meaningful, aligned with your core values, and what you most want to achieve in life. If you want something badly enough, nothing will stand in your way. And last but not least, we have time bound. Your goal should have a definite end date, helping to motivate you and create a clear timeline for your action plan. Having a deadline will promote a practical and healthy sense of urgency to propel you forward. Here's an example of a goal that is vague, Lacking clarity and direction, I want to be in a leadership role. Here's how to make it a smart goal. I will land a management position in the marketing department of a reputable company within three months. See the difference? Here is the smart proof. Number one specific, the goal of becoming a marketing agent at a reputable company is well defined. Number two, measurable. Progress can be measured by number of applications, interviews, or job offers. Number three, attainable. Assuming the person setting the goal is well qualified for the position and has a great resume, this goal is realistic. Number four, relevant. The goal aligns with values of growth and development. And number five, time bound. A deadline of three months has been set. Use the SMART method when creating all of your individual goals, from the goals that are aimed at building more mental toughness to goals for achieving anything you want in life. What's next? You've discovered the characteristics of the mentally tough person, 
Learn more about the benefits of leveling up your own inner strength and explore how creating good habits, breaking bad habits, and setting goals will help you get there. It's time to start working those mental muscles. Almost. Before jumping into the exercises that follow, there are a few more things you'll want to keep in mind, as well as some helpful tools to have on hand in order to optimize your results. First, if you haven't already completed an assessment of your current level of mental toughness, do so now. You will use this assessment as as you work through the exercises, gauging what you may need to work on most. Also, Recognize your own personal limitations, especially as they pertain to the few physical exercises in this book. If something doesn't feel accessible to you, skip it. The mental discomfort that may be required for personal growth is not the same as physical pain. Know your limits. They will not impact your ability to level up. Using exercises to set goals for habit change. All right, let's see where we're at. Um, Oh, yeah, we could finish this out, and then we'll stop once this starts talking about level two. Using exercises to set goals for habit change. Previously in this chapter, you learned a lot about habits and goals. Now it's time to apply that knowledge. Through the exercises that follow, you will build your mental muscles by changing your habits and setting goals that are motivating and hold you accountable to the changes you wish to make. If you are unsure which mental habits are holding you back, start with the exercise. Identify your worst habits in chapter nine. Once you've uncovered the helpful, unhelpful habits you want to eliminate, you can begin reflecting on what good habits you may want to replace them with. And if you already have some healthy habits in mind that you'd like to adopt, check out the aim for incremental change exercise in chapter two for a step-by-step guide to making micro habits work for you. Truthfully, any exercise in this book can act as an inspiration for changing or creating habits. Let's say that you're afraid of rejection, so you have a habit of not taking chances. When you can complete the Get Rejected exercise in Chapter 10, you may realize how valuable it will be to make it a habit to put yourself out there in small ways. Or maybe you're struggling to keep your temper in check and you want to change that. The strategies outlined in the change of perspective and try the five second rule exercises in chapter five can help you develop the habit of stopping to think before you act. You can use the information about smart goal setting in in this chapter and chapter two to develop smart goals pertaining to these or any other habits you desire to adopt or change. All right. Um, Now they're going to go over what you'll need. A willing attitude and an open mind and a deep desire to improve are um, all important for making the most of the exercises in this book. Again, this is what you'll need, family. You'll need a willing attitude, an open mind, and a deep desire to improve, right? And this will help um, as you continue along these exercises in these books as we continue along, because I'll be, you know, reading and, you know, letting you know as we go on. Um, Also, this is what you'll need. A dedicated notebook slash journal and writing implement. And y'all can see mine as I got right here. If y'all need notebooks, man, wifey got the notebooks. Click the link. I'm going to go ahead and put the link back up there. If you scroll down to 
affiliate links, you'll be able to cop one of these notebooks. I look, I write in my notebooks every single day. You heard I write in here every single day. I don't play no games. <laughs> I love these notebooks. Very, very high quality as well. Butterfly Incorporation com for those um so many different assortment of colors and things of that nature go shoot her some support you heard um also a calendar or schedule um scheduler is something that you will need and i got that also as well definitely caught me a little planner planners are key man uh-oh money coming to me frequently money coming in money coming in <laughs> i'm sorry about that y'all uh, phone call. Let me go ahead and put that on vibrate right quick. Um, okay. Now, these additional tools will all allow you to complete exercises, track your progress, reflect as you go, note any ideas or realizations you may have, and keep working those mental muscles regularly. Tips for leveling up. As you work through the uh, these next chapters, keep the following tips in mind. They will help you make con continual progress and bust through any obstacles to reach the next level of mental toughness. Make time and space in your life to complete these exercises, all right? If you don't got time, if you don't have space, it's going to be hard for you to get this done. Be fully present and mindful as you do the work. We got to focus, family. What, like We got to focus, period. If you have a goal, you have to focus. If you don't focus on it, it's going to be hard for you to achieve it. Approach the exercises with a beginner's mind. Drop any expectations and preconceived ideas and instead approach them with an open mind and fresh eyes just like a beginner. Act like this is your first time doing it. Be excited about it. Complete the exercises in the order that feels right for you from bringing, from beginning to end or by focusing on chapters or specific exercises that most resonate with your needs and current situation. Read through an entire exercise and all its steps before getting started. Amend an exercise where you see fit. These are suggestions not to be all end all of success, all right? Try not to overwhelm yourself by taking on too many exercises at once. There will be some that you complete right on the spot and others that require your efforts over the course of a day, week, or even longer. Above all, remember that a commitment to the process is the most fundamental component of leveling up. You don't become mentally tough overnight, and that's a fact. The suggestions that follow are meant to be practice, 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 practice. We sitting here talking about practice, man. Like, can I? Do I have it? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me see if I still have it. Let me see if I still have it. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see if I still have it. We talking about this. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice, practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? <laughs> like my guy, I said, you heard. You're not going to complete one exercise in this book and become the toughest person you know. To personify inner strength takes patience and mistakes. After all, there's no better way to learn than through failure. Keep returning to the exercises that are the hardest. For you until you've truly conquered them. And as we go through the book, we're going to go through the exercises. So um, next episode, we're going to talk about chapter two, exercises to actually set goals and boost 
motivation. So we're going to set goals and boost our motivation in next reading. So I hope y'all enjoyed that one, man. I hope y'all enjoyed, you know, that that the beginning to setting goals, uh, setting smart goals, uh, having specific, measurable, attainable, uh, attainable, relative, time-bound goals. You heard? Um, I think that was good. I think those were some amazing keys to setting goals and things of that nature. So we're going to go ahead and continue to move on into the next segment, which is new upgrades. New upgrades today, family. Um, I was reading this article, and I felt like it, it was definitely talking to me because this is something that I've been working on personally, and it is in regards to you know, making sure I get enough sleep and how, you know, sleep is very important in the recovery process of not only your, your body, but also your mind or your brain. So there was this article on Science Daily. Let me go ahead and uh, bring this up. Article on Science Daily stating how, you know, sleep deprivation can, you know, harm your brain, Right. Um, I'm a, let me make this a little bit bigger for y'all. There we go. Let me see. All right. So, bam. So here they're talking about, let me make this bigger. Here they're talking about how, you know, sleep deprivation, sleep deprivation can, um, lead to harming your brain. So this was an article written today by American Chemical Society, right? And I get this news off of like a sciencedaily.com, very resourceful when it comes to like health tech, environmental science, and just like quirky, uh, quirky news. But um, in their summary, it stated that not only does a lack of sleep make you feel awful, research has shown it impairs the brain. What's more, sleep loss over long periods of time um, can even increase risk for Alzheimer's and other neurological diseases. Researchers want to understand how sleep deprivation causes this harm. In a study, a team working with mice has identified a, a protective protein whose level declines with sleep deprivation, leading to neuronal death. Wow. Not only does lack of sleep make you feel... Okay, that's... They're re-going now, researcher. Okay. Studies indicate that lack of sleep leads to neurological damage in the hippocampus, a part of the brain involved in learning and memory and y'all gotta remember like they study rats a lot because rats are actually actually really really intelligent um and i guess there's parts of the brain that shows like you know just through study how it correlates to our mind and our brain um and we're and how people you know they already have that rats in a barrel or crab in a barrel mentality um you know that following mentality um, they study these rats so that they can study us as well. Uh, to better understand the changes responsible for this effect, scientists have begun examining shifts in the abundance of proteins and RNA. See, we have that as well, RNA, which contains gene genetically encoded instructions derived from DNA. In this way, previous studies have identified some factors linking sleep loss to damage. However, researchers haven't generally confirmed they play a role in cognitive function within larger animal populations. So, Fui Su, 
Jia May and their colleagues set out to further explore how sleep loss damages the brain and to corroborate their findings. To start off, the researchers evaluate how well mice navigated a simple maze and learned to recognize new objects after having been sleep deprived for two days. Now, I wonder how they sleep deprived these rats for two days. Then they then they then extracted the proteins in the animals hippocampi and identified those whose abundance changed. Then to further narrow the possibilities, they looked at data linking their proteins to maize performance and related strains of mice that had not experienced sleep deprivation. This approach led the researchers to pleiotropin (PTN), which declined in the sleep-deprived mice. Through an analysis of RNA, the team identified the molecular pathway by which a loss of PTN causes cells in the hippocampus to die. When they looked at genetic studies in humans, they found that PTN is implicated in Alzheimer's and other neurodegenerative diseases. Neurodegenerative diseases. This research has uncovered a new mechanism by which sleep protects brain uh, brain function. Okay, so this research has uncovered a new mechanism by which sleep protects brain function. Okay, according to the researchers who also note that PTN levels could serve as an indicator of cognitive impairment resulting from insomnia. Ooh, basically what they're saying, family, get your sleep. Get your sleep. Please get your sleep. Um, you know, they have been studying rats for so long and comparing it to our minds and how we function in society and the world within our own homes, within our life, within our own being. And, you know, let's just be honest. It has been over and over and over and over again been proven to be correct. You can look at how people, you know, act and follow each other on social media, workplace, personal life. You can see that like we are People are always constantly, you know, following, 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 following. Like thinking critically has like been a thing of the past for some reason. Nobody wants to think for themselves anymore. Everybody wants to be spoon fed things, things of that nature. And, you know, just again, just from their research, they stated like, you know, lack of sleep, man, it can really mess with your cognitive function. It can lead to early stages of Alzheimer's. And just from studying myself and, and using myself as a experiment, right? The more sleep that I got, the better I performed. The less sleep that I got, depression, lack of motivation, physical health decline, um, forgetting things. Like your mind needs time to rest, right? And resting doesn't mean stopping. It just needs time to slow down and process things. Process things that has happened in the day, month, year, right? Processing the good, processing the bad. It's like so much processing. It's like think of your computer having to always process all these background, um, you know, tabs that are going on. At some point in time, either it's going to run hot, (laughs) right? It's going to crash, right? And that leads to low performance in in your computer. It's no difference than you as a human being. The lack of sleep leads to your computer, which is your brain, your mind, to crash, come back with errors, 
or decline over time. So that's very, very important. And I felt like that was a very, very good upgrade for today. Now, last but not least, we're going to hop into one of my favorite things to do, which is TPQ, 100 Days of Thought-Provoking Questions that I would ask the 1% of how they have gotten to the position that they're in, how they've maintained their position, and how they utilize their tools and resources and knowledge and education and, you know, give that back to individuals who want to be where they are or are trying to be where they are, right? So today we are on number 32 of 100 Days of Thought-Provoking Questions, day 32. Question, how do you stay informed and knowledgeable about various industries or fields? How do you stay informed and knowledgeable about various industries or fields. Reading. <laughs> I mean, that's the simplest way I can define it is reading. Read, 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 read. Get some books, man. Like, I wish, I wish we get to the point to where we start understanding, like, being cool just for like the gram and all that. Like, that's not the wave no more. Like, being smart is cool, right? Like, all the nerds are winning. Kara, we making it happen. Like, who you think made devices like this that you use every day? Who who do you shop with every day? Like on Amazon and things of that nature. These are these are people that that we would not me because I was them or I am those type of people. But these are people that people would consider nerds. People who like learning. People who take time to research. People who take time to you know just again educate themselves. Personal working on personal development skills. Like that's the new cool. Being smart is the new cool. Having a uh, having a, a sense of intellect is the new cool. Don't be like these individuals that's out here wasting their brain power, wasting their knowledge, wasting. You feel what I'm saying? Like. Excuse me, it's wasting their talents, you know, just just to put on for other people. Nah, that's like I've never moved like that, and I never will move like that. I've always loved the craft of just learning new things, education, and evoking something. With, that's literally what education means: evoking something from within. Everything that we good out here and learn is about learning about yourself. It's about helping you become better so that you can empower those around you. And ultimately, that's what God wants to do. It wants to utilize us as vessels, collect data so that when we ascend back, we go ahead and, hey, look, this is what I collected, God. How can we improve on it? God is always trying to improve. <clears throat> and it shows through us as humans as we are constantly trying to improve and build and create things. We are God's expressions. You feel what I'm saying? So when we understand that, the world would be a better place. <laughs> so again, that's day 32. How do you stay informed and knowledgeable about various industries or fields? Read, 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 read. Research these things like how I gave you sciencedaily.com, afrotech.com, cnn.com, google.com. Go into the library. Like don't, don't hesitate to pick up a book. Like This book was $5 and it's giving y'all so much game right now on how to build goals and, and develop goals and to break bad habits. Like, read. Remember what they used to tell us, family. And I'm talking to my people right now. If you wanted to keep something from us, put it in a book. If you wanted to keep wisdom and knowledge and understanding from us, put it in a book. 
And not only on top of that, they tried to keep us from reading. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, read, 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 read. I can't express it enough. Um. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into words of wisdom. And we're done for tonight. And let's go our handy dandy chat GPT. I, I really highly suggest using chat GPT for certain things, man. Especially if you're a creative. Um, definitely helps helps to automate things quicker. And we're going to use chat GPT for words of wisdom. Um, let's see. Words of wisdom. Today we have, in the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity by my guy, Albert Einstein. In the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. Things might get difficult. Things might get tough. Things might get hard. But that's an opportunity for you to push yourself, become greater than you were, right? Be uncomfortable because that's going to help you get comfortable in uncomfortable environments. So again, in the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. Hey, tonight was amazing, man. We went an hour in, 53 minutes. Um, this was dope. This was an amazing podcast. We're gonna be right back again tomorrow. Um, I have you know, I did miss yesterday, so I do apologize for that. Just getting back on schedule had a lot of things transpiring in my life, but at the end of the day, we keep going, we keep pushing, and we keep getting this education out, um, this motivation out. And it's enlightenment now. And I'm not going to stop until I have to stop. You heard? So um, with that being said, continue to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Share it to about five or ten of your friends. Let's get some likes on these videos. I, I'm looking to at least start seeing 10 likes every video. I wish I could see 141 likes every video, being that I have 141 subscribers. Um, however, you know, at the end of the day, we're growing. This is a part of the process. And sooner or later, I'm going to see 1,000 subscribers, 2,000, all the way into a million subscribers because I know that, you know, my spirit is going to, to take me towards my community and people who love to, again, be educated, motivated, and enlightened on new ways to invest in themselves. You feel me? So I thank y'all. I love y'all. Remember, someone has to see your greatness. Why not start with yourself? Stay blessed always. Finesse. Definitely trust the most highest process, the truest keys to success. Until next time, man. See your greatness. You heard? Yeah, Zerski!